Greetings, thanks to God. This is Pastor Monty L. Lester, the senior pastor of the Cedar Grove Church, located right here in beautiful Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And I just want to say hallelujah. Is anybody ready for the word? Is anybody ready for the word? Hallelujah. Amen. I feel the spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. So here we go. Um, I want to call your attention to a famous and phenomenal passage of scripture. I want to call your attention to gospel, excuse me, to Joshua chapter 6. Joshua chapter 6. And I want to lift up in your hearing verses 1 through 5. Joshua chapter 6 verses 1 through 5. It's our custom, it's our practice at the Cedar Grove Church to stand for the reading of the word. So for those of you that are present, those of you that are able and willing, if you don't mind, if it's not asking too much, if we would stand as we read the word of God tonight. Again, coming from Joshua chapter 6 verses 1 through 5. Here begins the reading of God's word. Hallelujah. From the King James translation, verse number one of Joshua chapter six says, now Jericho was straightly shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. And the Lord said unto Joshua, see, I have given unto thine hand Jericho and the king thereof and the mighty men of valor, and you shall come past the city all ye men of war, go round about the city once. Thou, sh thou shalt do this six days. Verse 4, and seven priests shall bear before the ark seven trumpets of ram's horns. And on the seventh day you shall compass the city seven times. And the priest shall blow with the trumpets. And verse 5 says, it shall come to pass. I love seeing that in the Bible. Amen. It didn't come to stay. It came to pass, uh, and it shall come to pass that when you make a long blast with the ram's horn, and when you hear the sound of the trumpet, all of the people shall shout with a great shout, and the walls of the city shall fall down flat, and the people shall ascend up, every man straight before him. Amen. Please remain standing. I'm going to pray. But I'd like to use for a thought coming from that passage of Scripture, that sixth chapter of the book of Joshua. Amen. The Lord and I want to minister from the subject, we've come this far by faith. Amen. We've come this far by faith. Amen. Let us pray. Precious Lord, we praise you. We thank you for this day. This is the day that you have made, and Lord, we are are rejoicing. We are glad in it. We thank you for this privilege for these two churches to come together in one location, oh God, to worship together. And Holy Spirit, we ask you now to, we just invite you in now to come into this place. We ask that you would move and that you would minister, uh, that every saint, every sinner, every soul in the sanctuary and all over the land, they will hear this message. We have an authentic encounter with you. I'm going to say thank you now because you're faithful. Have your way. Throughout this service, it's in the marvelous, matchless, and mighty name of Jesus, we ask it all. Somebody loves him, shout amen. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. We've come this far by faith. It's in Psalms 118, verse 24, where it says, This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. And Calvary Temple, what I want to let you know today is that we have a reason to celebrate. 
when we look at, first of all, the faithfulness of God and what God has done on the behalf of his people collectively and individually, what God has done uh, for all of those that will put their trust in him. Yes, Lord, we want to celebrate the faithfulness of God. Numbers 27 and 19 says this way, that God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. If he spoke it, he shall make it good. And I'm grateful to God today for his faithfulness. Hallelujah. That he is a promise keeper, that he has the ability ability to perform whatever he has promised. Hallelujah. Uh, Calvary Temple, we have a reason to celebrate today. Again, we celebrate the faithfulness of God, but not only the faithfulness of God, we celebrate the faith in his promises. Amen. People that will put faith in his promises. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, I thank God that as children of God, he gives us the option and the opportunity to walk by faith and not by sight. As a matter of fact, Hebrews 11 and 1 in your Bible puts it this way. For we, now faith, yes, is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Let me say that again. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. God, uh, we are celebrating today the faith and the promises of God. Hallelujah. I'm grateful to God that as we put faith in him, as we faith, put faith in what he has said and uh, his character, yes, Lord, even when we don't understand his methodology, God has a way of moving mountains. He has a way of doing just what he said he would do. And on this day that we celebrate, Five years of being together. Yes, Lord. Uh, I want to let you know, hallelujah, that we've come this far by faith. And Calvary Temple, we have a reason to celebrate. Amen. We celebrate the faithfulness of God. And, as, and also, we celebrate the opportunity to have faith in the promises of God. And as we look back over the pages of our lives and what God has done, especially during this season, hallelujah, we want to let you know that God has let you overcome some mountains. I thought I'd have about two or three more witnesses right there. Yes, Lord. He he has the ability to, uh, he's given us the ability to overcome some mountains. Yes, Lord. Whenever we get ready to possess what God has promised, God always gives us the ability to overcome mountains. In your case, you've overcome leadership transitions. Oh, in your case, you've overcome attacks of the enemy. In your case, you've even overcome discouragement from doubters. Hallelujah. And God has been faithful through it all. And I don't know about you, uh, but I celebrate you today. I celebrate what God has done through you. Yes, Lord. Uh, I thank God for what he has done by faith. Hallelujah. And by faith, there's a song that says, uh, you know what? You made a way. And as I look about about look at uh, your life and what God is doing right now, even in this season, uh, somebody can testify that God made a way. Hallelujah. Uh, God made a way. God has moved mountains. It's God that has called walls to foul fall. Uh, with his power is God that has performed miracles. And because of that, there is nothing that is possible. And Calvary Temple, we're standing here only because God has made a way. Does anybody know he's made a way today? Hallelujah. You ought to put your hands together right now and go ahead and give God some praise for being a way maker today. Well, that brings me to our text today, because at the time of our text, this is the time when the children of Israel in this sixth chapter of, of Joshua, this is the time when the children of Israel uh, were standing on the banks of Jericho getting ready to possess 
the promised land, yes, possess what God had promised them so many years ago. It's at this time where God has made a transition with leadership. He has, Moses, my servant, is dead, as it said in Joshua chapter 1, verse number 1, hallelujah. And now he has, uh, God has raised up a new leader, uh, a new leader. Somebody shout, a new leader, yes. A new leader named Joshua, yes, Lord. And some of you know Joshua's resume. It was Joshua who was two of the 12 spies that when Moses sent him out to uh, spy out the promised land. It was Joshua and Caleb that came out with a good report. Amen. Uh, it was Joshua. Yes, Lord. It was Joshua who also followed Moses uh, 40 years in the wilderness. Yes, Joshua was faithful uh, to a leader that had flaws. Amen. Moses was a mighty man of God, but he was lost for 40 years. And some of you understand that people are lost and you're riding with them just for a little while. Hallelujah. Uh, that will work on your nerves. Amen. But Joshua, he was faithful. He followed Moses for 40 years, uh, Joshua, hallelujah. And now God has charged uh, and challenged Joshua. Uh, now it's time for him to lead. Some of you know that uh, Moses brought the children of Israel out of Egyptian bondage through the wilderness, uh, but Moses did not lead them into the wilderness. He brought them to the banks of the wilderness. And now uh, Joshua has been challenged and charged to lead the children of Israel uh, after coming through the wilderness. Now it's time to possess what God has promised. Yes, Lord, it's time to conquer Jericho, the first city, the first fortified city. Hallelujah. It's time now to possess what God has promised. And let me just throw this in for free today. I want to let you know, hallelujah, God has done some great things. We've come this far by faith. He's already blessed. He's already made a way. He's already moved mountains. He's already caused walls to fall. But guess what? Now is the time that God is calling us to possess what he has promised. And as we travel through the text today, I just want to remind you that we've come this far by faith. And as we travel through the text, the first thing I want to lift up from the text today, hallelujah, is uh, as we talk about this subject, we've come this far by faith. Uh, I want to talk about faith by the people of God. Amen. Faith by the people of God. Hallelujah. I'm in verse number one. The Bible says in Joshua chapter six, verse one, now Jericho was securely shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. Yes, Lord. Faith by the people of God. I'm talking about the children of Israel, the people of God, God's chosen people. Yes, Lord. God's people that he made the covenant with, beginning with Abraham, then Isaac, then Jacob, who later changed his name to Israel. And now for those of us who have received Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, he's talking about us too. Amen. He's talking about the people of God. Does anybody know that uh, membership has its privileges? Uh, there is a privilege and a pleasure of being a part of the family of God. And the Bible says that uh, uh, Jericho uh, was securely Shut up because of the children of Israel, because of the people of God, uh, faith by the people of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, uh, the enemy, the opponent uh, was nervous because of the people of God. Uh, the Bible says in verse one, number one, the Jericho. Yes, the first fortified city, the city that had walls all around it. Uh, most theologians and scholars believe that the walls were uh, as wide as a six-lane highway. And they were there for a purpose. Those walls prevented anybody from coming out, and they prevented the enemy from coming in. Yes, Lord. They had watchmen on the walls uh, uh, that they could stop 
any attacking foe that, that had a desire to come in and overtake the city. And as a consequence of the children of Israel, God's chosen people, uh, those that had membership in the body of believers, uh, uh, membership has its privileges. And as a consequence, the enemy, the opponent was nervous. Uh, they had shut up Jericho. Uh, they had the walls around the city. And they would not let anybody come in, and they would not let anybody come out. And I guess some of you would say, why? Amen. It's because God's people are now positioned to possess the promise. Amen. Uh, God's people were now positioned to possess the promise. Do you understand that now at this time, God had brought them through uh, the Red Sea, through the wilderness, and now just like a kid at Christmas... Oh, my God, they were uh, uh, seeing what had been promised so long ago. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Faith in the faith by the people of God. As a matter of fact, uh, as a child of God, you need to understand who you are. Uh, let me say that again. As a child of God, you need to understand who you are. As a matter of fact, first Peter two and nine put it this way. He says that we are a royal priesthood, a chosen generation, amen, that are called out to show forth the praises of God. Yes, Lord, we were created to show and to, sh uh, to, to show the glory of God, that God would shower the blessings of God upon us. We are a royal priesthood. Uh, as part of the body of believers, yes, membership has its privileges. And as a consequence, again, the enemy was nervous. As a matter of fact, the nervousness was shown in Joshua chapter 2, verse number 9, when uh, Joshua had uh, a conversation uh, with Rahab, uh, or the spies had a conversation with Rahab. They said, we know the Lord has given you this city. Uh, and, we, and because of you, the terror has fallen upon the city that no man has any confidence in himself because of you. Do you understand because of who you are? Amen. The enemy should be nervous. Amen. Uh, because from the beginning, God has been making a way for his children. Yes, Lord. And even now, hallelujah, God is still making a way. Back then, God was protecting his children. Some of you remember the Passover. Yes, Lord. Back in Exodus, when God uh, spread the blood of the lamb on the doorpost, he was protecting his children. From the beginning, God has been not only protecting, but he's also been providing for his children. Yes, Lord. 40 years in the wilderness, God would rain down manna from heaven. Yes, Lord. And when they got thirsty, he brought water even from a rock. God was providing for his children. Yes, Lord. And not only was he protecting and providing, hallelujah, now they're ready to do some possessing. Amen. Jericho is now in sight. Hallelujah. Uh, what God has promised is now in sight. And I just want to say this to you, Calvary. Amen. Now it's time for us to see what we're praying for. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. Yes, Lord. Uh, now is the time for us to see what we're praying for. Yes, Lord. Faith by the people of God. Yes, Lord. David put it this way. I would have fainted had I not believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Yes, Lord. It's time for us to see what we're praying for. As a matter of fact, that's why the enemy was nervous. That's why Jericho was shut up because he knew the children of God were on their way. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, and I want to say this to you, Calvary Temple, today, that uh, even though the enemy may shut up Jericho, amen, he can't shut you down. Hallelujah. He may shut up the city, but he cannot shut you down. Amen. And because of that, he should be nervous. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I'm ready to possess 
Ah, what God has promised. Hallelujah. So number one, we want to talk about today faith in the people of God. Yes, uh, faith by the people of God. Hallelujah. And the next thing as we looked at, hallelujah, the children of God. Yes, Lord. Uh, I want to talk about faith in the promise from God. Faith in the promise from God. Hallelujah. Because I'm in verse number two now. And the Bible says, and the Lord said. That's enough right there. Hallelujah. And the Lord said, uh, he said unto Joshua, see, I have given Jericho into your hands. It's king and the mighty men of valor. Hallelujah. Faith in the promise of God. Does anybody know that God, uh, whatever he promises, he's faithful to perform. Hallelujah. He performs whatever it is that he has promised. Uh, I said it before, but I believe it's worth saying it again. Numbers 23 and 19 in your Bible says that God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. If he spoke it, yeah, he shall make it good. And what I love about the Lord, hallelujah, is that he does just what he says he's going to do. I know we're accustomed to hearing other people uh, that will lie to us, but God is one that performs whatever he's promised. And what he's saying to the children of Israel, uh, the people of God, he's making a, uh, given a promise from God. He's saying, I have given you the land. Uh, I, I have given you the land. Amen. God is speaking to Joshua and let them know, guess what? I am giving you the land. I, I'm giving you not only the land, I'm giving you its king and all of the men of valor. Yes, Lord. God is saying, now is the time. Uh, 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 I know you've gone through the wilderness. Uh, I know you had 40 years there. I, and even before that, I know you came through the Red Sea. And even before that, you had 400 years in bondage. But guess what? Uh, that promise that I started with Abraham uh, back in Genesis 12, yes, when I said, get thee out of thy father's house to a place that I will show you. Yes, Lord. Uh, that promise that he began way back then, now it's come through Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And now Joshua. And the people of God, they're in the position where they're getting ready to possess what God has promised. Yes, Lord. So we've come this far by faith. Faith in the promise from God. Uh, yes, Lord. Faith in the promise from God. And I want to say this, uh, that God does just what he says. And there's power in a promise from God. Uh, has anybody ever realized that in your life, that there's power in a promise from God, hallelujah. Yes, Lord, there's power in whatever he says, hallelujah. We see that even in the creation when God stepped out on nothing and said, let there be something. And, and whatever he said, let it be, guess what it became? Yes, Lord, he spoke and separated night from day, yeah. He spoke and separated the land from the sea. Yes, Lord, he spoke and, and hung the moon and the stars. Does anybody know there's power in whatever God has spoken? Yes, Lord, and now we're talking about we've come this far by faith yes lord faith in the promise of god yes lord and now he's telling the children of israel uh that i have given you the land yes lord well you're getting ready to inherit what i've promised yes lord in other words because you're a member of the family yes lord you don't have to work for it you're getting ready to inherit it yes he didn't charge him for it he said you know what i'm promising you the land and now I'm getting ready to perform what I've promised. And this is the question to consider today, Calvary Temple. I want to ask you today, are you, sitting, uh, are you standing on his promises or are you just sitting 
on the premises. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Are, are you standing on his promises or are you just sitting on the premises? Because believe it or not, anytime God promises you something, I want to let you know that hell gets in a hurry. Uh, the enemy is very intentional. Does anybody realize that the enemy is very intentional in trying to hold back and to hinder and to halt the promises from God from coming to fruition in the life of the people of God? Yes, Lord. And what I've known is that the enemy constantly throws obstacles. Somebody shout obstacles. Obstacles to, over, uh, to overcome us, to overtake us, to, to discourage us, uh, and to disappoint us. Amen. He'll, uh, the enemy sings things like the, the flesh, hallelujah, uh, lust, hallelujah, world, uh, worldly and sinful living. Yes, Lord. He sings things like evil and wicked folks. He sings things like greed and covetousness, uh, selfishness and egotistical things. Yes, Lord. Uh, he sends all of these things to prevent us from possessing what God has promised. But do you understand that if God has promised, he's going to make it good? Amen. Uh, if God has promised it, yes, God will make it good. Hallelujah. There's hope today. Amen. Hope in the fact that God has uh, will promise uh, and will perform those things that for if you have faith in him, he would do just what he said he would do. And again, the question to consider is, are you standing on the promises? Or are you sitting on the premises? I don't know about you, but I'm standing on the promises today. <laughs> I want to let you know today there have been times in my life when I didn't have nothing but a promise from God. But does anybody know that a promise is enough? Amen. He promised that you shall lend and not borrow. He promised that you should be the head and not the tail. He promised that you should be above only and not beneath. Is anybody standing on his promises today? Hallelujah. I thank God for his promises. Hallelujah. He told them. He promised them. God said unto Joshua. I have given you the land of Jericho. It's king, all of the men of valor. Yes, Lord, I, I'm going to perform what I've promised. So as we get ready for the next point, amen. Number one, uh, we have faith by the people of God. Number two, we have faith in the promises of God. And number three, we have faith in the process of God. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Faith in the process of God. Uh, I want to uh, uh, look at verses three through five because the Bible says, you know what, the process. Uh, he told them that I want you to do this as you get ready to take this city, uh, this city that is walled up. As you get ready to take this city, this city that has men that are uh, men of war, uh, men who are accustomed to fighting. Uh, I want to give you the process, the, the war strategy on how you need to go to overtake this city. He gives them the process. Somebody shout the process. Yes, we've come this far by faith. And now we're talking about faith in the process of God. Because he says, you know what, this is what I need you to do. Uh, uh, my battle strategy is this. You should walk around the city. As a matter of fact, uh, I want the men of war and the priests to walk around the city uh, for six times. Uh, uh, excuse me. I want you to walk around the city one time for six days. Catch that. I want you to walk around the city one time each day for six days. Hallelujah. That's what I want you to do. Yes, Lord. And, and then uh, I want you to do this. Uh, on the next time, uh, uh, verse 5 says that, uh, what I want you to do, amen, and it shall come to pass that when you hear the long blast of the trumpet on the seventh day, I want you to walk around seven times, hallelujah, and then when you hear the sound of the trumpet on that seventh day, hallelujah, I want everybody to shout 
and the walls, catch this, of the city shall come down. Uh, God gave a strategy, hallelujah, a strategy for success. He told them, this is what I want you to do, hallelujah. I want you to walk around the city uh, one time, six days, uh, do this, walk around the city one time for six days, and then on the seventh day, again, I want you to walk around the city for seven times, uh, and then on that seventh time around, what I want you to do is I want the priest to, to blow the trumpet, the ram's horn, and then when they blow the horn, I want you to shout, and the walls of the city shall come down. Uh, that's the process. But, but can we go higher today? Because um, I want to talk about faith in the process of God. But I, but I want to take you higher. Uh, are you ready to go higher at Calvary Temple? As a matter of fact, fasten your seatbelts and prepare for takeoff. Because as we talk about this process, I want to lift up just three components that we must have faith in. Hallelujah. Have faith in three components of the process. Are you ready? Are you ready to take off? Hallelujah. Number one, uh, uh, faith when the method does not make sense. Lord have mercy. <laughs> uh, have faith in the process even when the method does not make sense. Hallelujah. Uh, we just talked about the process, uh, the strategy that God had given the children of Israel and how he wanted them to go about possessing this land. Hallelujah. Now, I don't know about you. But what I've learned about war is that usually whenever you're getting ready to overtake a city, whenever you're getting ready to overtake some land, uh, what God typically does or, or, or what man typically does is he sends in the army. He sends in the Air Force, the Navy and the Marines. Yeah, uh, uh, they'll send bombs over the wall. Uh, uh, they'll send people that are, can drop down behind the wall. Uh, and then if uh, the wall is big enough or, or too bad, yes, Lord, they'll just send some um, uh, fly over and throw some bombs to just blow up the wall. But does anybody know that, uh, that we must have faith even when the method does not make sense? Hallelujah. Amen. My Bible tells me in Isaiah 55 and 8 that his ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts. As high as the heavens are above the earth. So high are his thoughts above our thoughts. In other words, God has a way of working in some unorthodox methods. Amen. Uh, he has a way of doing some things uh, that does not necessarily make sense to us. And the question to consider is, do we have faith even when the method does not make sense? Amen. Uh, because if we do, that God uh, positions us to possess what he has promised. Uh, don't take my word for it. Hallelujah. Because believe it or not, God for, for the children of Israel, the people of God, has always given promises to God. And, and he's always shown him the process of God. As a matter of fact, the process included not going the 13-day route to go from Egypt to Jericho or to the promise land. God had a process and that process included a 40 year journey. Lord have mercy. Uh, somebody say don't despise the process. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, the process. There's always a process and sometimes the process does not make sense. You don't have to take my word for it. Ask Naaman, hallelujah, because some of you remember Naaman who was struck with leprosy. Yes, uh, he was struck with leprosy, and the process that God said for your healing uh, was not uh, uh, to do some things that made sense to Naaman's natural mind. He told Naaman to go down and dip in the nasty Jordan seven times, and, and as he dipped seven times, there's that number again. Yes, Lord, Naaman 
was able to be made cleansed. He was able to made whole. Uh, somebody understands that there is a process. And there are times that uh, when uh, we need to have faith when the method does not make sense. Uh, you don't have to take my word for it. You don't have to take Naaman's word for it. Ask David. Amen. Even when he was knocking out Goliath, at least David had five smooth stones. Hallelujah. He had something to fight with. But the process that God gave the children of Israel as they were getting ready to possess this land, hallelujah, he told them to walk around the city for six times. Uh, in other words, do it one time for six days. And then on the seventh time around, I want you to do something else. Amen. I want you to walk on the seventh day to walk around seven times and then blow the horn. So number one, uh, as we look at the process, we need to have faith even when the method doesn't make sense. Number two, we should have faith uh, that your mouth can move mountains. Oh, my God. Uh, 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 you need to have faith that your mouth can move mountains. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, I'm in verse number five where he says, you know what? Uh, and it shall come to pass that when you make a long blast with a ram's horn, that, and when you hear the sound of the trumpet, that all of the people shall shout mm, uh, with a great shout, and the walls of the city shall come down. Oh, my God. Does anybody know that uh, you need to have faith that your mouth can move mountains? Amen. Uh, the Bible tells us in, in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, uh, verse number 1, he says, There is a time and a season for every purpose under the sun. Yes, Lord. And it goes on in verse number seven. It says there's a time to speak and then there's a time to remain silent. Uh, I'm going somewhere. Yes. You're, uh, you have to have faith that your mouth can move mountains. Hallelujah. Does anybody know the truth of Proverbs 18 and 21 where it says life and death is in the power of the tongue? Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Your mouth can move mountains. And what God is saying to us today, hallelujah, amen, is that we need to know when to speak and we need to know what to speak. Let me say that again. We need to know when to speak and we need to know what to speak. Uh, life and death is in the power of the tongue. Uh, uh, we need to know what to speak and we need to know when to speak. Uh, the, the Bible says that he told them to walk around the city for six days. Uh, and each time that you walked around the city, uh, what he was telling him is that you don't need to say nothing. Lord have mercy. Uh, in other words, the children of God, you have the right to remain silent. You need to know what to speak and when to speak. So for these first six days... Uh, uh, when the method doesn't make sense. Hallelujah. Uh, uh, this process that I'm sending you through, uh, I want to let you know that your mouth can move mountains. There is a time uh, that we don't need to say anything. Uh, and then let me let you know this too. Uh, there is a time that we should say something. Amen. Because the Bible says, Lord have mercy there, that on the seventh day, uh, what I want you to do, God's people, uh, is I want you to walk 
Yeah, around this city. And, and what I want you to do is I want you to walk around it seven times. And, and when you hear the sound of the trumpet, uh, uh, guess what I want you to do? Uh, yes, Lord. At that point, yes, Lord, I, I know you've been quiet for six days. Uh, yes, Lord, at that point, I know you've been walking around this city for six days. Uh, at this point, yes, Lord, I know you even on this seventh day, you've been walking around the city. Yes, Lord. But on the seventh time around, yeah, uh, when you hear hear the sound of the trumpet, guess what? This is the time uh, that you are getting, I want you to do something. Yeah. At this time, I want you to shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Yes. And as you shout, yeah, the walls of the city shall come down. Does anybody know that your mouth, yeah, can move mountains? Yes, Lord. He said, as you shout, yeah, uh, you don't need the Air Force. Yeah, you don't need the Army. Uh, you don't need the uh, Marines. Hallelujah. All you need is your mouth. Do you know that life and death is still in the power of the tongue and, and your mouth can move mountains? Yes, Lord. So his ways were not our ways. Yes, Lord. But he told them all you got to do is shout. Uh, uh, when you hear the trumpet. And, and I want to let you know today, uh, there are times when we need to speak and there are times when we need to remain silent. And what God is saying in this season is that we need to know when to speak and we need to know what to speak. As a matter of fact, you need to help me preach this until I feel a little better. Amen. Why don't you tell your neighbor, watch your mouth. Amen. Uh, Lord, have mercy. Wrong neighbor. <laughs> tell somebody else. Uh, somebody just shout to the heavens, watch your mouth. Yes, Lord, because there is a time, yeah, uh, that God tells us to remain silent, uh, and there is a time that God is calling us to shout. And in order for us to possess the promise, what God is saying, now is the time to shout. Uh, can I paint you a picture real quickly? Because some of us know what it feels like um, when we've been in a situation where we wanted to say something, uh, but we had the right to remain silent. We could not say what we wanted to say. Let me paint you a picture. Has anybody been in a situation uh, uh, when you've been waiting on a loan to be approved uh, and while you're sitting there and you're nervous in the banker's office, uh, you come back and they tell you that you have been approved and the amount it has exceeded your wildest imagination. Lord have mercy. Uh, uh, I, I know uh, you, want, you may want to scream at the top of your voice, but that is not the time to scream. Amen. That is one of those times when you want to remain silent. Uh, and although you may want to do what we call a Baptist fit in my church. Yes, Lord, where you want to just lose all cool points. Hallelujah. That is a time that we should remain silent. Uh, uh, some of you have been in a situation where you have seen, uh, uh, gotten a job offer. Yes, Lord. And you, uh, uh, the amount that you were offered exceeded your expectation. Uh, but instead of yelling like you wanted to right there in front of the person that interviews you, uh, you had the right to remain silent. But as soon as you got home, oh my God, and for some of us, as soon as we got in the car and got around the corner, Lord have mercy, uh, we shouted, yeah, unto God with a voice of triumph. And I want to remind you, there is a time to remain silent, yeah, but there is a time to shout. And what God's saying today, hallelujah, is now is the time to watch your mouth, amen? Now is the time to be on guard about what you say. Uh, because believe it or not, you can bring the wall down by what you say. Hallelujah. As a matter of fact, 
I'm just wondering today, today, does anybody know there's power in your tongue today? As a matter of fact, if you know that, you ought to go on and shout unto God. Say, Lord, I'm grateful today. Yeah, for we've come this far by faith. Yeah, and now that we're getting ready to possess the city, Lord, I want to shout uh, to bring down the walls today. Somebody shout, amen. I, I want to shout to bring down the walls. Yeah, the walls that have been keeping you back from where God has called you. The walls that have been holding you down. Hallelujah. Now's the time to shout uh, because life and death is in the power of the tongue and your mouth can move the mountains. Amen. Now is a time. Hallelujah. Yeah. Uh, now is a time to shout. Hallelujah. And as I get ready to take my seat, uh, I want to let you know this today, hallelujah, that uh, as we understand that we've come this far by faith. Yes, Lord, faith in the process, uh, uh, faith in the process and these components. When faith, when the method does not make sense, uh, faith that your mouth can move mountains. And then number three, faith in the might of the master, <laughs> faith in the might of the master. Because the Bible says that as they shouted in verse 5, uh, that the walls of the city fell down flat. Hallelujah. I feel like raising my voice, but I'm just going to keep it as calmly as I can today. I want to let you know today uh, that God is a rewarder of those that would diligently seek him. Hallelujah. Uh, Calvary Temple, we've come this far by faith. And just like the children of Israel, now is a time, even in this season, in this COVID-19 season, even in this season, in this season where uh, everything just seems crazier than anything that we've ever imagined. Uh, God has let you know that he is still sovereign and that he is still rewarding faith of those that will put their trust in him. Hebrews 11 and 6 said it this way, that uh, without faith, it's impossible to please God. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder, yeah, of those that would diligently seek his face. What I've learned is that there are certain things that men can do, but there are some other things that can't nobody do this, yeah, but God. Ooh, Lord, I feel like raising my voice. Yes, Lord. Faith in the might of the master. Yes, Lord. Uh, because of they, they obeyed the word of God in faith because they trusted in God and his promises. Yes, Lord, uh, because the people of God had confidence in the promise of God and went through the prop process of God. Yes, Lord, uh, they had faith now in the might of the master. They did all that they could do. And now, just like they told God, told Moses at the end uh, when he was on the banks of the Red Sea, Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Now that you've done all you can, hallelujah, God says, you know what? I'm going to take it from here. As a matter of fact, because you shouted, guess what? Those walls, those big walls, the, the six-lane highway, hallelujah. Because when you shout, the walls of the city shall fall down flat. In other words, uh, uh, he's bringing it down. He's he, just like he brought the children of Israel, the people of God out on eagle's wings, uh, brought them through uh, the Red Sea uh, out on dry land. He's doing it again. Does anybody know that he's the same God yesterday, 
today and forevermore. Hallelujah. And because the people of God has faith in the promises of God and enough faith to walk through the process of God, uh, now we can see faith, we can have faith in the might of the master. That God can do what only God can do. They didn't need to uh, call the army. They didn't need to call the Air Force nor the Marines. All they had to do was shout and have faith in the might of the master. Hallelujah. He performed just what he promised. 